welcome to 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with your latest Disney travel news. And as you know, we have a new format this week and we are doing our Disney travel news for the week. And more importantly, what does this news mean to you? And our commentary on that. So what is our top story today? I have no idea. What is our top story? Well, you know, it's interesting for our first week. I didn't plan this, but in a way, I sort of wish I did because there is way more Disney travel news this week than there is normally. And that is because the D23 event took place and a lot of news came out of that. But I think I want to start with the lead story this week I know is probably your lead story. And that was the announcement that Mickey's Toontown at Disneyland is going to be reimagined. And, you know, I have to say, when I first saw this, I was nervous when I just saw the headline. Yeah, because reimagining, it can be great, but most of the time they kind of scale it down from what everyone likes and is comfortable with. So I was nervous about what they were going to do. I was nervous as well because as we were more frequent Walt Disney World travelers, and as you know... They completely demolished it. They got rid of the Toontown at Disney World. And not only that, they also got rid of Camp Mickey Minnie in Animal Kingdom. And in other words, at Walt Disney World, they pretty much eliminated every younger kid area in the parks. And I thought that was not a good trend. It's, it was it is a little bit kind of surprising to me because people do think that Disney World is very kid centric. So I was just kind of shocked by that. But I think what they're doing is actually good at Toontown and yeah. Disneyland. So here's what they're doing: they are going to close it in March. So you have until March of 2022 to visit, and then it will be closed for a year. They didn't give an exact reopening, but sometime in 2023. But they are. I have to say, it sounds good to me. So. In their words, they're reimagining it with new experiences and more play areas for young families. And one thing that Josh Tamara was saying at D23 was they're going to have more things like grassy lawns, areas to play in. One of the new areas is called Centennial Park. Yes. And, that, you know, that'll be where you first enter. So, you know what? They're making it more like almost a little park. It's got a new layout, and it also has some sort of experiential things, like a new fountain. But as long as Toontown exists somewhere, I'll be happy. (laughs) Yeah, and it will. There's this icon fountain with water tables, so, you know, touch and feel. You can play a sensory experience, so very inclusive. And then the fountain will do some cool stuff at night. They just talk about it lighting up, and in their words, a unique spectacle. So we'll have to see what it is. And you know what I really love the most is there's a dreaming tree going in. And it was inspired by the tree that a young Walt Disney would daydream under. So I really like that. It's going to have sculpted tree roots. So it sounds a little bit like the Tree of Life. I like it. I think it's its own Disneyland version, uh, something that a lot of people do enjoy at Disney World, but for children. Yeah. So from, (laughs) from being a little bit nervous when we saw Toontown is closing in March to actually, you know what? Sounds pretty good. They're rolling hills, they're coming back in a new form. They're sort of the backdrop. And opening at the same time is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Yes. So that is sort of going to be part of the new Toontown. In Disneyland. You want. In Disneyland, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to link the two together. Yeah. And I'm Disney assuming World is fine. they'll open them at the same time. In yeah. other great news this week, they did provide an update at D23 on the new DVC Tower at Disneyland Hotel. Yes. What do you think of the DVC Tower at Disneyland Hotel? I'm actually excited for it because Disneyland has a lot fewer varieties of hotels. 
than Disney World, obviously, because it's a lot smaller. But if you don't want to stay at the same one every time or the Grand is far too expensive, it's... The Grand Californian. Yes, the Grand Californian, specifying. I think it's a good idea. It's kind of like Bay Lake, and I like Bay Lake. Does it bother you that this is the first Disney Vacation Club resort that is not at a deluxe resort hotel? Yes, but... I think it's fine because it's Disneyland and not Disney World. And the Disneyland Hotel was the original, even though Disney didn't actually own it when it opened. They allowed another hotel to put it in, but then they eventually bought it out. So they didn't release much more about it. It is going ahead, but they did talk about the theme. It's going to be based on the life of a Disney artist. So sort of, you know, Walt Disney sketching style will be incorporated into some of the rooms and then original drawings from, they mentioned Sleeping Beauty and other areas. And they did say that the pool will be very kid-friendly. So that leads me to believe there will be a special pool as part of this tower. But to be fair, I'd be a lot more up in arms if this was happening at Disney World. Yeah, it's sort of like, I don't know, Port Orleans having a DVC. Yeah. That would be a bit concerning, but it's Disneyland, and so the rules are different because they have There's much just less a variety. lot they would have to consider in terms of the value of those points. If it's cheaper to buy, but you can still, you know, use those points equally at a more expensive resort yeah. and stuff like that. So, but anyway, I think it's a good thing as well. So a little bit on that. Also coming up is the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, and I know you wish we could get there this year. We will not. It starts on November 26th, or started on November 26th, depending on when you're listening to this show, and it goes right through to December 30th. And of course, in addition to all the decorations and fun stuff, as we talk about food a lot, of course, there are 14 holiday kitchens all Mm. through World Mm. Showcase. Mm. See, this this is when I would go to Epcot. And all 11 showcase pavilions also having food, yes. You want me to like Epcot? Take me there during this. I believe you would want to do one specific item that they are talking about, and that is the holiday cookie stroll. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't know if I could do a holiday cookie stroll. How could you not do a holiday cookie stroll? I don't know if I can eat that many cookies. Why not? There will be a passport you can have stamped and... You know, as you make your way around the holiday sweets and treats, holiday kitchens. I could swear they're making this for me. And then sort of cool at the uh, American Adventure Pavilion, they are having their uh, Epcot pastry chefs recreate the Lincoln Memorial, the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, and the actual American Adventure itself in gingerbread houses. Not full size like the Grand Floridian, but little mini gingerbread houses. I think that's really cool. And I wonder, are they going to auction them off to be eaten after? Uh, you know what? That's my question. That is a very good question. What happens to these smaller ones that aren't really displays? Now, they say scaled down versions. I'm not actually sure how big they are. Are You can they? give them to me. I will eat them. It's fine, Disney. Don't worry. Yeah. Maybe they should raffle them off. One of the coolest things I really think about Epcot is what? Dreamer's Point. And why don't you explain what that is? So Dreamer's Point is a new statue that is coming near Spaceship Earth, and it's the partners of this park. So it's basically the partner statue, but it's slightly different. And Yeah, it's, it's Walt Disney yeah, it's Walt. sitting. Mm-hmm. He's sort of sitting on steps. Basically, a lot of the things that they're doing is making it more Dreamer-centric, which I think was definitely part of Walt's original vision because he was most definitely a Dreamer. I don't know. I think it just kind of fits the Epcot theme very well and i can just see it like lit up at night i don't know 
I just think it yeah, would look very nice. Yeah, this dreamer's point, I agree. I really, this is going to become the photo op because the, yeah. they've ex- they've said that from that location, it has a really great view of the park in the background. So Including may, Spaceship Earth. Yeah, it might be high up. Uh, I don't know. Ooh. It's near Spaceship Earth. Last time we were there, it was all construction walls, right? Yeah. So it was hard to see where anything is. That's and, true. and they're still up because they're still working on it. But that's pretty cool. And another thing that they're doing, I know you like this, yes. is more Disney PhotoPass lenses. Oh, yes. I need the more PhotoPass lenses. They're, like, I'm not even going to go through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can. Do you know how many there are? I'm just so excited because I like taking photos of myself all day long. And I like when other people take photos of me. And just all of the different experiences is fantastic. There's tons and tons of them. And they keep adding them. And some of them you can do from anywhere, but not at home. But I tried the- to do it from home. <laughs> But you have to be located. You have to yeah, be at I was Disney World. Say, how does that work? I tried to do the Disney Plus Day one, but you still have to be at Disney World uh-huh. to make them work. So some of them are like you have to be at the ride, to, and some of them you're just you can really do it anywhere as long as you're on property. But there's tons and tons of them. So, but you do have to purchase Disney Genie Plus. Ugh. So it's not free. Well, so that's just as, an added perk. Yeah, it is an added perk to that tier with uh, Disney Genie Plus being the, you know, sort of paid fast pass. Well, not, see, now I'm excited to purchase it. Yeah. There we go. All it took was photo lenses. And in other news, we are not big Disney Cruise Line people, but no. there was some news about the Disney Wish. That is the new ship coming. And it is about the two yes. new shows. How do these shows sound to you? I'll describe them. You let me know what you think. The first one is Seize the Adventure. And this one's cool because it's sort of a, a Mickey Clubhouse character story, but the big part of it is... Captain Minnie. Captain Minnie. Which, which is why I like it. Yeah, they announced that a few years ago, Captain Minnie, and now she will be starring in her first show, and it's sort of, a, you know, whatever it's going to be, Mickey and or Minnie and her friends trying to solve some Yay, mystery. Yay, Minnie Mouse. Yeah. So that sounds really neat. That's on the Disney Wish. And then the other one is a brand new live action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. And what they said was, it's not the same story. Huh? It's a sort of a, a new take on the tale where Ariel has to use her voice to open this treasure chest that, that's Ooh. presumably under the sea. And so from within this chest, things happen. Now, Ursula's still in it and a lot of the characters, but I guess they're just mixing up the story a bit. That sounds cool. Yeah, I it does I sound pretty good. That. So both of those sound like really cool things for the Disney Wish, and we will have to get on that ship at some point. Yes. Now, speaking of Disney Cruise Line, they did announce that they will be requiring vaccines for guests five and older starting on January 13th. And as well, Adventures by Disney announced this as well starting on January 12th. Now... How this is all going to shake out with, you know, new rules being passed by the governor in Florida and all that sort of stuff. We'll see. But as of this moment, they did say in January, all guests five and over will require vaccines. Now, let's talk a little bit more about some of the news coming out of D23 as we go rapid fire through our new format. We're keeping you to approximately 15 minutes with weekly news every week. And one of the ones I loved hearing about was a bit more about Cosmic Rewind. I'm so excited for this ride. Now, you knew this, but I didn't, that it is going to be... Going backwards at, at the, the launch. Yeah. I'm just, 
I'm just saying, I know it's in Disney a while to get there, but this is what I consider an extreme ride, and I'm very excited. Yeah, and they call it family-friendly, and as we discussed in the past, you'll know the cars are basically based on Crush's Coaster at Disneyland Paris, so they do turn and spin. Not spin so much, right, as turn. I think it's going to be Crush's Coaster meets Rock and Roller Coaster. And I believe it is the largest indoor roller coaster in the world. Well, in the in the world, yeah, or or one of oh, them. Oh wow! Yeah, when it launches, but I don't know. I'm a bit. I'm wondering if this a, a just think of how rock and roller coaster, but going backwards. Yes. I guess it sort of falls backwards on Everest, yes. so it's going to be like the Everest backwards fall on steroids. That's how I picture it. So excited. It. So we'll have to see. <laughs> so excited for and this. They did. They have finally announced it will be summer 2022. Yes. So we'll be there for sure in summer 2022 as well as before that, but hopefully it's open when we're there. Yes. And over at Disneyland, some cool news. Finally, they're bringing magic bands to Disneyland. I Yay. know. I, I, I know. <laughs> as they're getting rid of them at Disney World. Yeah. So it's interesting. And they say there's going to have different, well, they call it Magic Band Plus now because that new one that's coming out, it's oh, yeah. got voice activation and it glows and stuff. So I'm a Magic Bands fan. We have to get I'm, Magic Bands yeah. again. I'm in support of the Magic Band movement. Uh, not too sure about Magic Band Plus, but I'll see. So we'll see it. what what's different. And this also yeah. ties along with the sort of Alexa. Hey, sorry if I said that out loud if you're playing this. Mm-hmm. The Hey Disney voice assistant that's coming for Echo devices. And that's also going to start rolling out in guest rooms at Disneyland and so on and so forth. Also, they're completely redoing Downtown Disney. There's a whole new evolution of it. Yes, the Downtown Disney district yes and that starts in the new year in january i'm just so excited for all of these things and i don't know why yeah so we don't have a lot of details on that we'll bring you more as we hear about it and they did show some cool stuff about the galactic star cruiser now we almost booked for march and we decided to hold off and it's booking up fast it's booked right through the summer if you can believe it right Mm -hmm. six or seven grand whatever it is for two nights i mean so far from what i've seen it looks amazing the cabins look great the storyline seems to be pretty good the cast members yeah they did they did release there's a a character named gaia that they talked about at d23 and she's like a superstar in the galaxy and they're going why is she on this sort of second rate ship then so this is all part of the story and also they let it leak that it's actually launching before march yeah. They're going to start doing test cruises in February with guests. So, wow, I wonder how you get to be one of those guests. I'm sure a lot of them are cast members. They, Yes, Disney intentionally let that leak. Yeah, so that is pretty good. We'll let you know more about Galactic Star Cruiser as it comes. That's a really, we're excited to go on it. And like I said, we just were a second from booking it in a, for our March vacation. But I sort of don't want to be on the very first ones. I want them to work out the kinks. That's true. So I think by the summer, fall of next year, still within the first year, it'll be running a bit more smoothly. That's true. It's like when a ride breaks down when it first Exactly. Opens. There's a lot going on there. And to close out this week's news show, the best news of all for many, live entertainment is starting to come back. Yes. And at both Disneyland and Disney World. Inc- I'm very pleased. Including the Festival of Fantasy Parade parades that was kind of the thing that was missing when we were there most recently it just kind of makes the disney vacation even if you don't sit to watch them yeah the cavalcades rolling by well it was nice to see all the princesses and things like that the cavalcades are great especially when you can't have parades it's just parades are superior yeah they just weren't the same and then you know a disneyland world of color and phantasmic are coming back and the main street electrical parade 
is also yes. coming back. And then so presumably at Disney World, those things will be coming back too. And then one final little cool thing that they talked about. You know how they have that Spider-Man robot? Yes. They now have something called Project Exo. And they are developing a full-body exoskeleton system that they can use in all sorts of rides and to bring people to life. what? Yeah. So imagine seeing the Incredible Hulk walking around Disneyland or Disney World. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah, but they did have a little teaser about that. So the future of Disney parks is looking bright. We will get out of COVID eventually, full bore. Things are coming back, so... Hang in there. Yes. It's turning around. And that is the news for this week on the brand new 1923 Main Street. I wish you all a magical week, and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.